o'clock. Earlier on, we were speaking about the Commonwealth Games uh, with Murana Mutobi, where Team South Africa did well, finding themselves at the end of it all in sixth place. But there was an incident involving one of the um, Scottish athletes, which saw them uh, suffer heat stroke in the 40th kilometer of their marathon. And uh, there were some questions about, uh, should he have been attended to sooner? Should there be a change to the rules that say, if an athlete is in distress, as he seemingly was, uh, should he be attended to uh, or removed from uh, the competition as soon as he's in distress? And sports scientists at the Sports Science Institute of South Africa, Dr. Ross Tucker, had some thoughts on uh, the incident we saw over the weekend. Dr. Tucker, good afternoon. Welcome to Afternoon Drive. Thank you for having me. It's good to chat. So there's been some questions about um, the response to uh, the athletes and whether or not it was adequate. So before we get there, what actually happened to him? Well, it was a, it was a hot day yesterday on the Gold Coast, and they started the race at 8.30 in the morning, which means that by the time they were coming to the finish, it was just sort of mid-morning, 10.20. And the temperatures were high, the humidity was high. And the problem then is that when you are running fast, and elite marathon runners are, they are generating so much heat. And if you can't lose that heat, your body temperature goes up and up and up and up. Mm-hmm. Now, as, as your listeners are listening to me speak, their body temperature is 37, 37 and a half degrees Celsius. During exercise, it's quite possible that it gets up to about 40. But what we saw yesterday is probably an athlete who's pushing 41, 42 degrees Celsius. So he has basically overheated through exertion. And when that happens, the hot brain basically fails. And so people who've seen footage of this, you'd recognize that the runner loses coordination, they stumble, they fall, they can't get up again, their balance is gone, they're dizzy and incoherent. And so it's a very dramatic, basically, manifestation of the failure of physiology in extreme conditions. And in terms of an athlete, and he's quite an elite athlete, is there a way for them to prepare their bodies for that kind of situation where I guess you, you train for uh, an instance where you will be performing in uh, perhaps very hot conditions and where your body itself is perhaps above its normal temperature? Are you able to prepare for that? Yeah, so heat acclimation or acclimatization is a, is a massive thing that needs to be done. So. Elite athletes are by nature very efficient, and so they do well in hot conditions compared to the rest of us mortals. But if the athlete goes and spends months or weeks training and preparing specifically for the hot conditions, the body is so clever that it learns ways to adapt, and it learns ways to become more efficient and more effective at losing heat. So, so there, is, there is a lot that an athlete can do, but ultimately the environment will win. And so on a hot day, athletes just have to slow down. And the bottom line is that that athlete yesterday, he's highly motivated. He's winning the race. He's two kilometers from a gold medal. So he is pushing himself beyond what his physiology was capable of. Had he been able to slow down 20 minutes, 30 minutes before, mm-hmm. he might have avoided it. But, of course, he, he took the risk to try and win the medal. Mm. Of course, the athlete was speaking about is Callum Hawkins. Um, in terms of the response, there have been some questions about why no one attended to him for a few minutes. So he stumbled for a bit, which you say is one of the, you know, he lost coordination, uh, was unable to run in a straight line anymore, eventually collapsing on the side of the road. And it was a, a while before anyone attended to to him. And there have been some questions about why that is, why members of the public or members of the medical teams didn't get to him a lot sooner. Yes, and I can understand why the public didn't help. There was a lot of consternation yesterday on Twitter and, and so forth and in the news saying, 
how can all those people that he ran past clearly in distress and they just did nothing except take pictures? But the problem is when you go to a sports event as a spectator, you are under no illusions that you must not interfere with the event. And so those spectators have no expectation. They haven't been conditioned or told to intervene and they would assume that the race has got it under control. So that's why I can understand that the spectators did nothing. The problem is the medical support, because as you say, the signs were there that this athlete was running himself into trouble. And for about five minutes, you could see that this was going one way only. And then he falls down and he keeps going. And about three minutes later, he falls down for good. And in all that time, so we're talking between five and 10 minutes, you have to, as the medical organizers, recognize that this is an athlete who might well need medical support. And I can't stress enough, you know, when, when this happens, in this case, it's heat stroke, but there are other reasons. The guy could be having a cardiovascular problem, cardiac arrest. The quicker the medical support arrives, the better the chances of that athlete surviving are. And so it is absolutely crucial that the medical support is available quickly. And the slow response yesterday was very disappointing. Fortunately, nothing more severe than a heat stroke happened, but it could have done. Dr. Tucker, thank you very much for joining us this afternoon. That's sports scientist at the South African Sports Science Centre, Dr. Ross.